Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the China Shop. I'm your host, Kyle, and today we are bringing back Vanta 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 Trading's Baba Yaga to talk about some of the changes that they've recently announced. Did I say it right this time? I don't know if it's there's Vante, a right way. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone says it differently, so we're just gonna we'll roll with it. I go with Vanta, but I've been I've heard it pronounced Vanta too many times now to think that I'm right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We should probably settle on the way to say it sometime or another. But I I know you can leave the ambiguity. It could be like left and right Twix. Is Vanta better or is Vanta better? Let the, yeah. let the people decide. We should do a poll. I should do a Twitter poll. Ah, there you go. There you go. How have to do go... you pronounce this? How many? I need to get like 10 more accounts so I can try to skew those results. <laughs> Kyle is going to get what he wants no matter what. Right, right. All right. Before we jump into the discussing this uh, big announcement, though, I do have to check some boxes. So, uh, Baba, can you tell people where they can find you and maybe give us the elevator pitch on what they can expect when they join? Yeah, sure. So uh, you can find us at vantatrading.com or vantatrading, uh, spelled V-A-N-T-A. And uh, what they could expect is an opportunity to engage with a, a community of traders who are uh, maybe a little different than what you would find on FinTwit uh, as with regard to being loud and boisterous and, you know, uh, flaunting all the things that they have and people that are a little more down to earth and uh, focused on performance and results and consistent approaches to the market that, that yield those two things. So one last thing, uh, please feel free to reach out with your suggestions, corrections, or questions for future guests. You can do that by sending us an email at twobulls at com, or you can join our free Discord server where all the kids too cool for cheer squad or foosball spend their time sharing our joys and miseries with other like-minded market connoisseurs. All those links will be in the episode description recorded in the annals of the internet wisdom scrolls proving to all that come after that Baba Yaga, he was here and you bore witness. All right. How's that for an intro? That's bo- That's bossy. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I had a little bit of free time. (laughs) (laughs) The annals of the internet, man. You are just getting after it, bro. 
Uh, yeah, I might have. Uh, I might have went a little too far into that. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. too late now. Yeah, let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. All right, Baba, talk to me, man. Tell me about uh, this big announcement. All right, man. Uh, so, can I explain a little bit on the front end of what what yes, we had please. done and kind of what we had seen? Yeah. So, you've been around the Discord, um, and that's mm-hmm. that's the primary way that uh, I mean that's the primary medium or vehicle for uh, for the for this group Vanta trading it's it's a discord room that you know we hang out in and and banks and myself uh we had this idea of creating a space where all the things that we learned through the years which are actually documented on your podcast um yeah <laughs> so this, my story of trading and some of the 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 rough patches and some of the the you know the highlights or whatever and the story of that and how Banks and I, and I met and then Banks' perspective. Uh, I think there's an episode where he talks through all of that. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so we, we've been through the, the trenches. We've had some high highs. We've had some low lows. And we wanted to create an opportunity to, to help expedite people in their process because we feel like we've made almost every mistake that a trader makes as they're trying to go from wherever they are to where they're trying to be. If that's a break-even trader trying to get profitable. If that's a trader that's not profitable, trying to get to break-even. Um, if it's you know supplementary income, or if it's you know the dream of you know taking on risk full time and and doing this deal day in and day out all day long or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 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 when we set out, I think maybe there was there was a couple of distinctions that I mentioned earlier when you asked me like, what, tell us about Vanta and where you can find us. Uh, that was my best Kyle impressionation, by the way. <laughs> Uh, nailed it yeah <laughs> obviously but yeah. um but uh we we didn't want to position ourselves like in the if you want to call it this like in the marketplace or in the twitter sphere uh in fin flashy yeah, side as like yeah as like um as that type of uh well that's just not like who i am and that's not who banks is so like it would feel very inauthentic and and i would be kind of embarrassed if i was like you know talking about yeah. cars and fancy stuff like cuz that's not the life that I live. And I think that like ap- that appeals to a lot of people because the the unspoken, well now it's kind of spoken, but in in the past the unspoken idea was if you come here, you'll have this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um I think people either actually make that promise um or they maybe they don't outright say it, but that's effectively what they're communicating. Yeah, it's an implied idea. Yeah. And so for us, the goal was like, we don't want to position ourselves in that way because whatever type of trader is lured by that um, is probably not going to mesh well with what we do and how we do Mm -hmm. it and kind of who we are. Not to say that they couldn't, but if that's the big appeal, like, well, that's not really us. That's not what we're doing. That's almost like a maturity thing too, kind of, right? Like your expectations are not in line with what the actual reality is at that point. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's um of all the traders I know, which I feel like I know uh, quite a few after this long, who, who I would vouch for like um, their trading and their, their abilities and capacities. None of them position themselves that way. And none of them live like that. Yep. Um, it's, it's very much not reality. Um, now they're, they're, I mean, trading can afford you some, niceties and some flexibility and i'm not saying there's not upside to you know being able to earn extra money sometimes in a very small amount of time 
a, you know, a, a nice amount of, of income. Like there are benefits to that, but yeah, Lambos and. Well, if you're getting outsized returns, that means that your risk parameters are all screwed up. Quite potentially. I mean, every so often you catch your, Most you likely, know, something yeah. special, but yeah, I mean, so it, it, anyways, yeah. the point being in all of that, that, that's not us and that's not what we wanted to do. So we made this room and we thought what we'll do is we'll model because we, we talk on the phone every day. Well, we used to now it's in discord, but we talked on the phone every day and I was like, yeah. dude, I think that like our conversations and how we talk about the market would be so helpful for people. And he was like, yeah, man. Like sometimes I think if we just like let it, let like recorded ourselves and just, I was like, or had a medium for people to listen. So we thought, okay, well, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll make a discord and we'll, we'll talk through morning plans and we'll model for people what um, kind of what they, not exactly what they should be doing because what they do needs to make sense to them, but we'll model what the big value is, which is a consistent approach to the markets that yields a, a measured result over time. So we'll just, we'll model that. Yeah. And that'll be a great way to help people get better. It's like, all right, cool. And then we'll put together videos where we talk about trading logic. Why did we get into a trade like trade reviews? We'll put together videos where we talk about specific nuanced things that we use in our trading. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do town hall discussions where we kind of talk about things we're maybe developing or we're new things we're incorporating into our process and how we go about doing that. And we'll have this content available. So we'll make content that reinforces the ideas and the, and the strategies that we, we use in the market. And then we'll, um, we'll model that live uh, day in and day out. And then we'll just be there for mm -hmm. people. Like we'll make sure that the room knows that if they need anything, they can reach out. Maybe we'll reach out to everyone in the room, you know, once a month or something and check in. And what we realized after, I don't actually know how many months it's been, six months, eight months, however long it's been. It's been a, it's been a while. Been I think it's actually been that long. I think it was March. March. It might be. We're, we're in September. Yeah. So, God damn. Yes. Yeah, seven months, now. dude. Crazy. Seven months. So probably like five months in, we started to realize that um, we didn't have uh, good metrics for how we could decide if we were being successful. Like what we realized yeah. is like, I, I can have a good day or a good week or a good month. Banks can have a good day, good week or good month. And yes, by doing that, by yielding profit and doing it on voice live and talking through it, there is some osmosis learning that can happen. And then they can, you know, people could go watch videos, but we don't have a metric for like, you know, how, if, you know, how is Kyle doing um, in, in moving right. his needle from where he is to where he wants to be and and better yet where does kyle want to be right yeah and then what are the things that are holding kyle back from being there and if we knew that stuff then we could actually speak directly to kyle for kyle and and tailor um some help to him and then it would be measurable because if we find out where kyle is now we could um we could reevaluate and see where Kyle is in three months. And then we would be able to say, is the work we're doing actually accomplishing the goal that we have for the room, which is not to show off. I mean, um, side tangent, but like there, there's very few times that I post like my P and L at the end of a day. 
Now, the room is well aware by being on voice where I am, generally speaking, in trades. Um, and some, you know, I'll post screenshots or, you know, do some video reviews or talk through trades, especially, you know, it's especially obvious when we're talking about a certain area. Like if we trade here, then I'm going to do this kind of thing. And then when we get there, I'm doing that yeah. thing. But you're not a call out room, though. No, not a call out room. And the reason is um, with the idea of like a call out is there's a there's a responsibility and an ownership piece that is completely devoid on the part of the yes. participant yes. if there's if there's call outs and, and, and i mean not to say like i'm not cloaked or veiled in what i'm doing or my approach but what i'm saying is that builds dependency for performance and it also alleviates the trader from the responsibility that, of the outcome of the trade. That that is the key point there. That is why I've always been against call out rooms or even like participating in any of them. The motivation behind it seems to be that it's shifting the responsibility from you being wrong to somebody else. And I don't see how that's beneficial to anybody. Yeah, I think for and I don't want to like I'm not pointing fingers, like for people who run a service that people make an equitable exchange of their money to be a part of that service. Mm -hmm. And that service is to provide uh, call outs throughout the day. If someone's happy with that, that's great. Their goals are just, um, their yeah. goals and my goals would be different. Yeah. I want right? to know how to and, do it myself. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be reliant on somebody else to be giving me the information that I need to survive every day. Yeah. Yeah. And so we realized that, that like, um, we just don't have it. It's just not measurable. So mm -hmm. we realized we had this measurability problem. And then we also realized that um, we looked at like churn rates for our room and people that come in on trial and how many people stay and how many people did we even that come in on trial do we get to really interact with. Right. And we realized that like, I mean, our, the, the, uh, one of the problems there is like people land in a situation that's already in motion. Yeah. And so what it, what I think they feel is that there's a bunch of people who are connected who all speak, quote unquote, like the same language. Like we use a lot of the same terminology. Um, people that have been around for a while know what I'm talking about when I'm discussing, like if I say balance area rules apply, like most people know they've watched the video. They know what I'm talking about. It's like we walking realized, into a group full of friends and then not knowing where you're going to like, how do you like insert yourself into that situation and become part of that community? Exactly. And I think there's um, for newer traders, which we experienced this even just this past week, there's this feeling of like, and this is weird, kind of feels weird to say, but they feel like I, like someone said, like, I don't think I am like advanced enough right. and, and like good enough to be here with, with all this, like around you all, which I think is hilarious. Cause I'm like, bro, you, you know, <laughs> no, no perfection is going to be found here. But it's just, it, it just kind of, um, it can be overwhelming. Man. Yeah. It'd be overwhelming. It can be a little hurdle and, and they can feel a little isolated or like you said, like on the fringe mm -hmm. and we're like, we don't really have a vehicle to, to communicate one, like expeditiously communicate that there is some value here for you and we value you being here. And how can we show that? Like mm -hmm. if we say that we're for them and we want them to succeed we want to. We wanted to figure out a way to kind of remedy some of those feelings that people could have. So that was another part of it. And then the last piece was like learning styles. So for me, I do. Um, I'm. I would like for someone to give me 
information or their thoughts or whatever about an idea say it was volume profile or Mm -hmm. or tpo that's one of my favorites so i would rather someone just produce information about tpo and then let me take that information and wrestle with that information and disprove it or prove it or tweak it or adjust it and make it fit into like the way that i approach things which is what i have done with like market profiling it's very much a a bastardized version of market profiling, but for me, it's very efficient and effective and it does the job that I need it to do for me. And so what, what I, what we've come to realize is like, not everyone is wired up that way. Yeah. Like not, not everyone wants to have to go at their, like, go like pick it off the shelf and figure it out. And so we're like, we, it'd be cool if we had some kind of like path for people mm-hmm. that, that, that for the guy who doesn't know us well, or the girl who doesn't know us well that joins, like like you said, like how can we get them into the conversation and get them moving down this path of like, okay, let's get you going where you say that you want to go. And, and, and because we do feel like we have a lot to offer to that uh, conversation and to that process because we've lived through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we just realized there was nothing there. I mean, you've been, you've been in the room. Like you can go watch videos. You can go do whatever. And, sh- and we, we say – all the time, like, hey, if anybody needs anything, if anybody's got any questions, if anybody needs to check in, even when we check check in with the whole room, like, you know, people will give us some feedback, but it never has led to kind of what we had hoped for, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to stand up and admit to everybody that you need help, though. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I, I love the thing that you're doing with the, the trader evaluation that you guys put together. Like, that... I think just shows a level of involvement and a level of care that I don't think I've ever seen from a trading group before. And I've talked to a lot of these people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. Like, so, so to your point, what we, we realized those, those three or four things that I just spent, you know, 10 Mm -hmm. minutes explaining the, the falling short, how we felt like we were missing the mark. Yeah. You're not doing a very good job advertising. (laughs) Yeah. And that too. I know, man. I've got to redo the website now. Thanks to you guys helping me realize that, like, yeah, it's like uh, hey. nowhere, nowhere in any of what your material is what I know that this is what you're doing. I'm like, well, that's because we haven't accomplished it yet. <laughs> we're we're about to make a good run at it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's uh, you learn so much in the first you know few months of doing something new that you almost have to come back in three months, six months, a year and reevaluate everything completely and see what's working, what's not. Yeah. I mean, we, we, um, we had our ideas of how we could help people when we started Mm -hmm. and be, be of assistance. But like I said, like we just realized it wasn't happening. And so that is what you mentioned a minute ago, this, what we're calling a baseline evaluation. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, do you want me to just kind of lay out a little bit of like what that is? And- well, let's just talk about the idea. I mean, because when I first looked at this thing, I, the first thing I said to my wife was, that "If you can answer all these questions, you're halfway to a full like written out trading plan." <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, man, like what what Banks and I did is um, we realized we had this problem. I was like, okay, what can we do to address it or like what 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 would be a uh, a, a medium or like a context to navigate um people forward and I, and I was like dude it, it's literally what it's literally what we talk about like mm-hmm. 
it's it's the conversations that you and I have had through the years. And he was like, and and so we were kicking that around. And he's like, yeah, like I remember a time when, and he like tells tells a story. He's like, I remember a time when I blah blah blah, and I don't remember all of these examples that he gave as we <laughs> talked. And even at the other night when when he you know would have all these examples. He's like, and then you said all of this, and then you asked me a bunch of questions. Um, and I know one of them was around um, like small red days. Like, yeah. you know, Banks is out here. Banks has made, well, I don't know. I think I can say this. If he gets mad, then we'll no, just don't have to ap- say. Ap- have to apologize in the future. But just going to say like, like Banks has traded more in a day at, at times in the past mm-hmm. than I would have in a, in a month. Oh. Oh. Like, like, <laughs> like, as far as, as far as, like, what, like, what he has pulled out of the market. There, there have been single days for him in the past that would have been more than what I would be targeting on, like, a, a pretty big month. Wow. But to the flip side, there was, and he mentioned this in the room, like, there was the downside of that was like outsized l- losing right. days. Right. Yeah. And so, um, one of the questions I had for him on the heels of like a tough day, we were just talking, driving, he was like driving home from work or whatever. And I was like, dude, do you ever just have like small losing days? Like, my gosh. (laughs) And and he was like, you know, not really. And I was like, well, do you think that's good? Like, I don't think you're happy when you have days like this. And, um, and so, yeah, we just like one of the things in this trader baseline evaluation is talking about, um, like risk management and risk parameters. And there's, there's like an entire, uh, what page, uh, on yeah. with questions, fill in the blank questions, like, like give long answer questions or give long answers to these questions about risk management and how that works. Not, not necessarily what your ideal thing is, but like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. And then, and then there's some questions to, that bring you to like, how did you determine that that is what you should do. And the reality is, and the reality for banks at that time is he hadn't really thought through it that much. I mean, he, he kind of manages risk. He has had traditionally had this strong risk management management mindset because of his, his background. But then there was a season where he was kind of, you know, kind of really sizing up into some stuff and like mm. kind of, you know, whatever. And I just remember that season not being, um, like not being great for, for him in some ways, like with some of the frustrations of all that. And I was like, and that's how right. we, that's just one example of like a conversation we had. And I was like, y- you know, you were better for that. I was better for that. And like that changed the way that we th- approached the market it made us better. Right. But like, how could we bottle that up and give that to someone and help them do the same? And so we have a, a section in this baseline evaluation that we give out where People get to grapple with that for themselves and and try to figure it out. Um, and that's one of the things I love about this thing so much is that I have a feeling that a lot of people who get this for the first time are going to be looking at a lot of things that they haven't even considered yet. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, and that's that's good thing though. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. I know. I know because you wonder, like, you know, one of the questions I have often asked is like, where is my biggest leak? You know, yeah. like where, where is it? Because, you know, the PL moves two ways. It moves from smaller losers or bigger winners. And then there's tons of other information that, that kind of dictate how that unfolds. Um, like how do you end up with bigger winners? How do you end up with smaller losers? Like there's tons, it's not a simple binary. 
I want bigger winners and smaller losers kind of thing. Like there's, there's a number of things that lead up to that being a result mm, of, right. of a bunch of work that you've done prior. And um, yeah, as we like worked through conversations that we'd had through the years, we began to realize that we could boil it down to like a handful of, of topics and then credit where credit's due. We send this half produced, you know, brainstorm, edited by me who's not a great editor product to you guys and said like well you look at this and and whatever and and then like you and your wife were so kind and gracious with your time but also with your care to maybe reword some of the questions you know adjust some of the headings and make uh this tool into like what it is which is i'm like extremely proud of and I contributed such a small piece to the end product from the standpoint of the presentation of it and how it's laid out. So again, like, thanks. Kudos oh, to you guys for being awesome. That's the um, part that Laura excels at. If you ever need something finished up and looking good, like presentation worthy, like she's the one you want to talk to. Yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> um, so what if, what if I, um, can I kick around the other pieces of what we're kind of looking at in this and then talk about, how we roll it out or what you, I was going to suggest like? um, talking about one of the specific ones that really caught my attention when we were, I was listening to the town hall last night. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude. hundred percent. It had to do with the emotions. All uh, right. I'm looking at it. No, the emotions you commonly experience during trade entry management and trade exit. That was the one. Yeah. And I was reflecting on the emotions that I feel while I'm in a trade. And I actually, the tr one trade I took this morning, which I was able to get before I had something come up and had to, to close up for the day. The one trade I was in, I, I just took a notepad and I started writing down the thoughts that were in my head while it was oh, going on. Dude, that is such a good idea. So here's what I wrote down. Uh, I got a few in there because I had to run out and do something else. But while it was going against me, it was just fear. Close it. It's going to lose. Get out, get out, get out was kind of the main, main theme. Uh, when it was winning and going my direction, all I could see was the negatives. Uh, oh, they're absorbing here. This is not looking good for me. I should probably consider moving my stop. Oh, this is, I don't like that bid out of this spot. Uh, like it's just fear, fear, whether I'm winning fear, whether I'm losing. And I think that was real eye opening. Dude, that is, oh man, that is the kind of, um, that's the kind of work that you have to labor through. Uh huh. I think honestly, and you were in the town hall and Flary, uh, talked about this as well. Like, yeah. These these questions will direct you to put some labor and introspection and work into some areas that maybe you would have never thought of the the in this way. Mm -hmm. But that question, like writing those things down and thinking through that, like makes me. I have so many thoughts that uh, I would like to say to you about that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We got a little bit. I mean, might as well see how the the this evaluation can benefit you, right? Yeah. Well, so. In in a in just a little little side plug is that you know the idea is we send this evaluation out to 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 people mm -hmm. that come in on on the trial, um, and we extended a trial for fourteen days so that we would have time for them to fill this out and then we could meet with them and then give them some input and some direction um, and basically identify some strengths and, and encourage them in those and identify some weaknesses and give them some tools and some steps to take towards their weaknesses. And then like if someone stays for 14 days, does that and they leave and they're better traders because of it, then like we consider that a win. 
mm-hmm. they want to stay and continue to work the process out over the course of the months to come, great. But either way, we're hopefully positioning people for um, moving forward. Baba, did you did you listen to the conversation I had with, um, I think it was, was it Brannigan? When was it? It was a couple weeks ago. Um, it was he. One of the things that he specifically mentioned was that the the people providing all these services, and I think it was more towards the prop firms, but I think that this does apply to trading rooms and uh, some of the other different services that are out there. About how there's the risk is all on the person signing up for the services. Like when you sign up for mm. a course, you're paying two thousand dollars up front to get. Uh, access to the library materials but if you know two videos in you find it's not for you you're shit out of luck <laughs> man maybe <laughs> but, we need to redo our business model what i <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> but what i love about what you guys are doing here is you're taking the risk on yourselves you're you're putting a lot of time and effort into people who are who aren't paying customers yet that are just checking it out to see if it's for them and showing that kind of care and that for somebody who's just a potential client i think is what it's just uh, it's refreshing to see in this space <laughs> yeah Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as sue pullen and i'm pleased to announce that she's back fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as sue Mackey. sue is a certified mortgage advisor at fairway independent mortgage an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs she has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners whether it's purchasing refinancing or even a reverse mortgage sue will help Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. I don't know, man. Like, sure, would we like for people to stay around? Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. What we would like to think is that what we're doing confidence enough Mm -hmm. in what we have to offer that um, we think people will find value in it. And if they're in a place where they can continue because of what we think they, we can offer a value even Mm -hmm. through this process. um, If they're in a place where they can continue with us, we think that this is the kind of thing that captures kind of the idea and the ideals of what we're trying to do. So it's like, how can we show new people what we're really about? Well, this is the way to do it. And then it's like, well, you're kind of giving away the heart and soul of what you want to accomplish. And and I'm like, yeah, no, we are. But like, no, like at the, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're giving away the, the nuts and bolts of it. But um, I think that's a, like, I think that we trust the marketplace and we feel like it's the right thing to do. I don't know. I don't have a great answer for you, but. I don't um, think you need to worry about that. And you can give all yeah. the information in the world to somebody who's new and without like somebody to help mentor them and tell them like what information is important and what to disregard and what things to focus their process on and like how to actually like ask those tough questions to yourselves and come to an answer to like better yourself mentally and without all of that stuff, like you it's success is gonna be hard to find. Yeah, and and you know, at the end of it, like um at the end of like, the, or as far as this idea, like, as I think of, you know, oh, someone comes for the trial and they do, if someone goes through this 
process with us where they go through this evaluation and we meet with them for like 30 minutes or an hour, whatever it takes. And we work through it and we cast some vision for where, um, where they could improve and what they could do to improve it. If they don't like that, you know, if yeah. that's not for them, then man, we have just saved everybody time. Yeah. yeah. Really actually. Right? <laughs> and we've actually saved them money and we've saved them the awkwardness of like, Oh, this isn't for me or man, these guys are nice, but this isn't like my kind of deal. Like we, you know, we just kind of like shortcut all that, which I think is great. Yes. And one of the, and one of the, one of the funny things, uh, about me that you might find, um, to be kind of, uh, kind of weird is like, I, or maybe you'll pick, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested that like, I don't really love like small talk. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really like to like beat around the bush or like, you know, just placate to someone for 30 minutes that I'm never going to see again. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of like to be socially like amicable with whatever the expectations are in our culture of like how you interact. Okay. It's I don't just, like that it, either actually. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it just kills me. And so this, like this idea of like shaking someone's hand that just came to the room and then saying, all right, let's dive into your life and your trading and your deepest, you know, darkest secrets right. around your trading and your biggest goals and dreams. And like, where are you falling apart? Like to me, that is exhilarating and exciting to just like, How's to just have weather? people in the room. See the yeah, movie? Yeah. It, yeah. Like I'm glad you're in our room. Hope you're doing well. Like that doesn't do it for me, man. Yeah. Like um, it's exciting to me. I said this in the town hall last night. It's exciting. I, I feel like I'm pretty critical of like myself, of our, of our room, of what we do. Um, like I'm always looking to figure out how to do things different and better. Um, because I really have this and someone uh, that I told this to actually, I'm going to tell you what they said after I tell you, I'm going to pull the conversation up. Um, this, this will be, uh, this is what, this is, this is interesting. Um, so I, I said, it should matter that people are in our room. Like it should, it should matter that someone is choosing to be a part of what we're doing at Vanta in, in their, like, for them as a trader and in their ability to um, navigate the marketplace. Now, what I'm not saying is I can guarantee that someone's going to make, you know, thousands of dollars every day or hundreds of dollars every day or whatever gets someone excited, whatever amount of money gets someone excited. Mm -hmm. But what I can say is like, we know the things we can identify the things that are costing you money and we can give you some clear direction as to what steps you could take to begin to curb that. But, but at the end of the day, the work is going to be on them. Yeah. But I was having a conversation with someone else about this. And I said, um, I said, the challenging thing for me at times, or they said, what is this room about? And I said, the room is to model a consistent approach to the market that breeds uh, consistent results to teach in a way uh, that pieces of what we do that makes sense to an individual a member can be incorporated into their current method or their developing method to help them improve. And we want to model what continuously learning about market, uh, like new things about the market. How do you incorporate those into your trading method as it stands responsibly that in a way that doesn't breed method hopping? Mm -hmm. And how can we be a resource to help advance traders towards their goals in the market with a methodical stru structure based around awareness, mentality, and execution, um, like their mentality and execution. Right, right. We don't want to be a call-out room. We want to be open about positioning and bias, but we don't want people to passively sit 
and hover their finger over a button until I say go. <laughs> right. And <laughs> and the and the rebuttal that I got is and this is what someone said. They said, just remember that ninety percent of these people aren't gonna be there inside of a year. So be careful what you give to them. Why does that matter? Well, my thing is like why would you say that about a bunch of people that you don't know? Yeah. And I said, even if that's true, my goal is to build something unique, something that I could believe in and be proud of. And this person said, um, well, that's certainly the hope when you're trying to get something started. And I said, and I just kind of was like, okay, man, like I really just struggled to view people in the room um, that are str striving to attain the same goals that I've strived to attain. Like I can't view them as just a number on a page. Right. Like my goal is that we have an open dialogue with regular check-ins, one-on-one -on -one sessions, and that we're continuing to measure. Like eventually, we want to measure our room's profitability, not because we could say, "Oh, look how much money we're all making." We want to be able to do it in a a, a very like general way that that be that documents people's progress, and we go, yeah. "Look, we're moving forward." Um, it's a metric for you I, guys. I mean, that's really yeah, the, exactly. the bottom line. I said, so like, that's what we're building, man. That's what I want to build. And that's the kind of thing that I will give time to and will, and will fight for. And the whole thing was like, it was just funny. The continual rebuttals, like that's a really high standard. I don't know that you should um, have, have a standard that high. You might should reconsider offering one-on-ones <laughs> -on -ones to everyone. Is this it somebody that like, was, that signed up for the trial? No. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, it's someone that in the past I had traded with and okay. they, they were, they were just saying like, you, you probably need to slow all this down and, and bring your goals for people much lower because people, people aren't going to put in the work. They're not going to stick there and work for it and all this. And I'm, and I just think like, well, if that's what I believe, like if I believe that about them, then they probably won't. Yeah. But I think one thing about trading, and I told you this in the call that we had where we talked through my story. Is when somebody believes in you mm -hmm. and they put in like the work and the effort and the time with you to help you grow and be a better version of yourself. There's something, there's something about that, yeah. like about someone having confidence in you. Like I said in that thing, like Banks saw something in me that I didn't see in myself that, and he believed something about me that I didn't believe at the time about myself. Yeah. And, and then that he, little bit of belief can go, it'd be such a powerful motivator. Oh yeah, dude. hundred percent. So I only share all of that out of a conversation to say that is what, like what's what, what some people think, um, flip all of that around and say like, that's what some people think about rooms and about being a part of rooms and, and all of that. And that's just, that's not what we're doing and not what we're trying to do here. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. We've gotten our first couple of people sending them back in everyone that we've given it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first response has been like, oh gosh, this is going to take a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is awesome, dude. It's like, yeah, man, if, how serious do you want to be? Yeah. You know, I mean, can, can you really be upset about not achieving whatever goals you have if you haven't turned over every stone? You know, uh -huh. like if, if you haven't introspection, you haven't put in the work, you haven't defined your process, all of this stuff, like, um, then you can't expect pristine results. If you're not putting in pristine work, man, like you just can't. No, no, absolutely you can't. In, not. in any area. I was listening to a UFC coach talk about how difficult rematches are. Say like a champion has the belt and, and ultimate fighting or whatever and mixed martial arts. And then the champion loses the fight. And then the champion um, 
you know, has to gets a chance to rematch mm-hmm. um, the person that beat him. And the coach, very high level coach, very high level team was was talking about. He's like, we have to take it to another level. And he said, the hard thing is you have to go find a stone somewhere that you haven't turned over. Because when we're doing our work, when we're preparing for this first fight, we don't go into a fight thinking we left anything unturned. Right. So when we when we lose the fight and we got to go back to the drawing board and we got to try to find something that we didn't find before and uncover something that we never uncovered before when we were fully confident in our work the first time, that level of um, – he was talking about it. He's like that level – of like pristine work is what is exciting to me. That's that challenge is what is exciting to me. I didn't even think about that perspective. Cause then you also have to overcome the psychology of losing to that guy too. Uh, And now you got to go back uh, after you just gave what you thought was your best. Yeah, dude, for the fighter and for the team. I mean, they have like a team of, you know, a team of people that help them prepare for this stuff. And again, I mean, there's another example, like you have some of the most high performance athletes in the world and they have a support structure of a gigantic team that believes in them, that constantly is checking in on them, that is helping them develop their skill sets. And even though that person isn't the one going to fight, and maybe that fighter that's going into the ring could actually beat everyone on their team, mm-hmm. but they know that without everyone on their team, they would never be able to accomplish what they're able to do. And so I think, again, like in light of this evaluation, even someone that's trading 10 times the size as myself or banks and is twice as profitable or whatever. Like if, if, if they haven't gone through and answered the questions that are, that we're laying out, then they could be even better. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's, there's work for them to do. And that's the cool thing about, about this is everywhere you find high performance individuals, you find a group of people striving to push someone to be, maybe as good as they thought they could be, or maybe in some cases better than they ever imagined they could be. You know, one of the things that really stuck with me from the town hall was listening to not only Flaherty's praise over what you guys were doing, but his willingness to jump in immediately and take, do the evaluation himself. Like he, without hesitation said he was doing it and urging everybody else to. If Flaherty thinks that he can find value in, in doing an eval like this, I think all of us can. Yeah, what did he say? He said a quote, and I the quote from today about uh, why would you do all the work and just to sit and watch it play out? No, no, no. In the town hall the other night, he said uh, um, he said something like, "You're stealing from yourself." yourself. Yeah, that. Yep. If you're not willing to sit down and spend the time it would take to work through these eight pages, and and the funny thing about that is, and we talked about this on the town hall as well, so many of the things that are in in this eval have his fingerprints on them from our relationship through the yeah. years as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can see it on there. Yeah. So it's super cool. Super, super cool. Um, so yeah, we're freaking jacked about it, dude. I am thrilled. I mean, sure. It's going to be a lot of work and going to, going to be some late nights here or there, but like, um, I don't know, dude, like, don't you want to, I told banks like, and I kind of hesitate a little bit to say this, but I think it's I think it's true to form and it is in accordance with like the tenor of what we're talking about. I told banks like if I, if I can't help people move forward mm-hmm. um, and like we can't figure out a way to measure it and we can't figure out some systematized way to give people some some help that they need. Like I am I'm more interested at that point and just talking to banks on the phone and trading every day. Yeah. Like there, there's no point to, to doing this 
or we just capitulate completely and become a call out room. <laughs> but if we say with our mouth and with our website and with our intentions, and if it's like our desire to go in here and, and help build traders into better versions of themselves, um, if that's what we say we're going to do, then we, that's what we, we've got to do. And we've just realized that like we've made a decent effort so far. And then and that we realize that there's this whole other part that we can step into. And it's a learning process for us as well. And it's like, dude, let, like, let's go. And if we're, and if we're not going to do this and we're not going to do this work, um, then like, what's the point? Like, what's yeah. the point of any of it? I mean, because that's our stated goal and we both agree on it, you know, and like, he's as hyped as I am about it. So it's like, all right. I mean, he's texted me, I don't know how many times in the last 48 hours leading up to the town hall. Yeah. And then after the town hall, we talked and then today multiple times. And, um, like we're, we're, we're really jacked about what, um, what we think the potential is here for people, man. And the cool thing is not to just continue on and on. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I knew I'd get it in there. <laughs> yeah, you did. You dirty rascal. Um, the, the, I was just going to say, the cool thing is that we've already, just with what we were doing mm-hmm. before this ever crossed my mind or crossed Banks' mind, we have seen people – um, people met the people that message us, dude. It means so much to me. Yeah. Like people from the room message us sometimes. It'll mean different things to different people depending on where they are in the journey. But like people that have passed prop accounts that struggled to pass prop accounts before, mm-hmm. people that have gained a measure of consistency that like six months ago they didn't think was possible, um, people that um, have reimagined their process um, just from being a part of our room and seeing us consistently approaching the market the way we do and and so like it's not like we're a giant failure until now but it's like if if our efforts were um compared to this were like 50 percent of what we have to offer we think mm-hmm. then now we're maybe moving it to 60 or 70 percent with this of what of a streamlined process of what we have to offer like then how much better like how much cooler is it going to be how much cooler are the messages going to be that we get from people as they go through this and, and start to see some benefit from it? Like that is, that gets me freaking pumped. Like yeah, to see some of the things that Mike Ross has accomplished in the room in like the three months that he's been a, even trading futures, dude, I, I, I freaking go nuts about that, bro. <laughs> like it's, I'm such a fan, dude. Is he, real, told- is he the real Mike Ross? He might actually be if he's, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, I'm gonna tell you what. Like, um, he is really smart. Yeah. Um, like in real life, yeah. Like, uh, we're geographically located close enough to each other to have hung out in person quite a bit. And, um, in fact, he sat and at my house for one of the town halls. Oh, I a, remember that. A few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is a he's a really 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 sharp guy. He is really smart. Um, I can't wait for him to get um a little more confidence in what he thinks and what he sees in the market. Yeah. Because then once he gets a little more confident, he'll be willing, uh, he'll be a little more willing to like uh, put it out there, I think. And also like, I can't wait to then just like pick his brain like crazy because new, new people see things, man, like new traders, fresh eyes, people who are really smart. Like um, another guy in the room is a nameless, a nameless deity is, is in the room. And he's also like, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And, um, and new to trading futures, but dude, just incredibly sharp minded guy. And I'm like, dude, when he gets a little bit going into futures a little bit more, 
he is going to uncover he's going to know he's going to uncover things that i would have never uncovered like i can't wait i'm like dude come on like keep keep learning keep growing because like you're, <laughs> read this you're so much better. read this next. yeah, yeah watch you're, this you're so much yeah you're so much smarter than me so like it shouldn't take you long to be way better than me and then i'm going to benefit from you being here right, you know, right. That's, the, that's the way i think about a lot of those guys you know like um a lot of respect for them and and i appreciate I appreciate everybody that that's in there. You know, that's just a couple of examples that come to mind of some of the fun stuff, man. That's freaking awesome, man. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, man, I really love what you guys are doing and the direction you guys are heading. I think, uh, I think if you guys aren't a big name in a year from now, you should be, and it's going to be, <laughs> well, you know, we, we, we'll see. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, it's happening, man. It's going to happen. You guys are just offering way too much value for, for what you guys are charging for, for people to ignore it for too much longer. Oh yeah, I all I see are the times that that like I mess something up or oh that's just like the nature if, of yeah. being an owner of anything. Like think about any like home project you do, you're gonna see like the uneven edge and the corner that nobody else notices because it's off by half a degree. Or oh, I've yeah. got a picture that I framed. I built the frame for a painting that a, a friend of mine did for us, mm-hmm. and um and I was like, oh, I think I can frame this myself. That'd be a fun project. Well, everyone that looks at the frame says like, oh, that is so cool. Did you, you know, did you get that done or where'd you get that done? And all I can notice is one of the miter joint cuts is not exactly like the other ones. And it just annoys me to no end. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, case in point. Like, I did the same thing with the little uh, shelf for my pool table to hold my uh, chalk, um, little yeah. chalk roll. Yeah. Um, like I, I, it was really neat. Like I kind of did it all just freehand and kind of made it up myself, but it, like sits on the little piece that screws into the wall that has a 45 angle cut on it. And the shelf just sits on top of that. Yep. But if I was smart, I would have flipped it to where the seam of that line was actually below the shelf rather than above it. And that drives me nuts every time I see it. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody else sees that. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes though. You're right. Well, here's a question. Here's a question for you. You ready? All right. What do you got? Unless you have a question for me, but I have a question for you. I feel like we covered most of what we wanted to cover about this we project we have. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah, man, like, hey, anybody else say this too. Like we are at some point, I don't know what the bot that we use to put people in the room. It's, it's set up that if you join the room before on trial, you can't join it again on trial. If you joined the room before we made it 14 days and before we had this out there and you want another go at it, to just message me on Twitter or message me on Discord, message banks, dude. That's not a problem. No, message me, y'all. I'll, I'll set you up too. Yeah, yeah, or message Kyle. He can get it. Like, just let us know. We'll put you back in. Like, and no, like it's not a problem. Like, we've had a couple people already be like, "Oh, I wish," you know. It's like, dude, dude, chill. We got it. We got you. Okay. Just ask. Yeah, we got <laughs> you. Um, so my question to you is, Kyle, and um, in I want to circle back to your. Um, emotions that you talked about ah the fear yeah 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 so some of the questions that I, I don't know that we necessarily could get them answered but one of the questions i would ask i think that you should you you could probably spend some time thinking about is um when when you you're writing out like these things like um you know move i should move my stop or whatever 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 for each one of those mm-hmm. things that you write down um, because I think what it, what it boils down to is there's some lies about trading and your ability 
to do it. Lies. Yeah, there's some lies. I think interesting that that it that it is easy for us to trip into believing, or at least that overly critical voice inside of us that w- uh. and, and that we oftentimes can listen to, and that really doesn't and it really doesn't help. Like like it, oftentimes that voice is not the one that helps us actually critically think. And ex- no, that's the voice that wants me to go get a real job and stop trying this risky shit. Yeah, see, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what I would do, what I would say, and I've done this before, this is thing I'm about to tell you, is like write down, like, so you said um, a lot of negatives, fear, um, like I see. Fear, I, close it. It's close gonna it, it's going to lose. Move my stops. Um, I see an absorption here. So for each one of those things that this would apply to, I would write out um, – I would write out the case for why, um, for what, like in, when you're not in a trade, what is your perspective on that idea? So the idea of moving stops, as you've looked back through your trading and you've thought about your R skew and your profile of, um, like your profitability per trade and all of that, how Mm -hmm. has moving stops served you or not served you? Oh, I know it hasn't. I have data that shows that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, but then the practice, even though we have the data or whatever, literally, like, I think there's something in the um, uh, the tactile nature of writing, or at least for me, there is, mm-hmm. of write, literally writing down, like, when I'm in a trade, uh, motions I feel, just like you said before, and you list them out. And then for any of the ones that are technical in nature, like something about absorption, like, Besides just looking and watching, how do you quantify absorption and what measure mm-hmm. of absorption um, is enough to thwart whatever your entry context was? So there are mm-hmm. definitely exit ramps to a trade for me. Um, if I see certain things, I'm gonna, I am going to move my stop to break even or I am going to scale more than I thought, right? But I, I'm guessing those are very clearly defined. Yeah, right? yeah I know exactly. Like, yeah, I, and I, like if 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 I if I see a, for example, if I see um, unless it's during contract role, if I'm in a position that's direction, like if I'm in a long position, and I see a certain amount of delta in a given set of trade, like in a certain amount of volume. So out of say 750 mm-hmm. volume. If I'm in a trade and there's in that in that 750 volume, there is more than um, there's more than the 300 uh, 350 or whatever my more than thing that. is yeah. more than half of it is to one side or the other, like positive or negative. Um, then there's a 10 point range around that candle that is my go like that now becomes my new goer go or no go zone. Interesting. Right? Because one of the patterns that I've observed and, and tested out is how does the market interact with that when it, when it happens, right? So, um, mm-hmm. and then I've realized that there's this roughly 10 point range around those candles that is kind of like, a, it's like a little section of gravity. Um, it's like that candle has a little radius of gravity around it. And once we break outside of that, then the rebid or reoffer of that is very much alive. And if that rebid or reoffer is opposite my trade direction, then that rebid or reoffer is when I am am closing out that um, 
you know, that trade. And so then it becomes not just, not just, oh, there was 300 positive Delta in this 750 volume. So I'm closing or in 512 trades, you know, 300 of that was uh, all sell side. I'm out of this trade or, oh, the Dom looks like it's absorbing, but I can contextualize that. So then when I feel these emotions, then which I have felt and you feel it's like, I, I have a place to put that. Yeah. And I don't have to believe the lie that says that I'm not good enough to win trades Mm -hmm. because the reality is you are. And, and I am, and other people are as well. Like we, we have done the work. Yeah. And so what I would say is honoring, and we talked about this in the town hall, like the language of honoring the labor that I have put in to develop my process and my trading, whatever, like then honoring that work and honoring myself is like, I am worth that. And that sounds a yeah. little like self-helpy, but it's the truth. It is. I mean, because the flip side of that is you're saying that you're not worth it, Yeah, yeah. which is not really going to help you move forward. Right. Yep. Um, it's interesting that I'd I, I like that. And uh, it actually does point to, I think, some holes in in my process where I don't think I have my exit strategy as clearly defined as it should be. Yeah. Um, well, that was another thing I was going to ask you is what are the conditions for you closing a trade, period? And then what are the conditions? What are the two or three things that can get that are actually appropriate to divert you away from your original intention and bail on a trade? And if you don't have those clearly defined then i think you will have those in the moment questions whether where you where fear starts to creep in of i don't want to lose a trade or i don't want to give back profits or whatever and you start to make a case real quick for oh there's absorption oh the tape speed oh the whatever and you can convince yourself that you're seeing anything yep yep that's exactly exactly it yeah which i mean Uh, yeah it's 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 funny because i thought after my first reflection on it that it was all about an aversion to being wrong. Like I don't like to lose. Uh, I actually am a very competitive person. <laughs> yeah. Losing is not something I like. And that was kind of the direction I was going down. But I, I like, I like what you just suggested there. I'm going to, I'm going to give that a try. Yeah, and I, I'm like, uh, for me, I am, um, I love like clear cut data, mm-hmm. clean plans, organizing stuff. Like I, I, I tell you the the it's easy for me to do all that. It, the application of it at times can be difficult, which is is the work that I have that we'll all have from now on. The the work of applying yeah. all the things we know because we probably all yep. know enough to make ten times what we make. It's the it's the connection to it and the ability to to the ability to execute it, pull the trigger yeah. when you've taken three losses in a row. Yep. Yeah, the, all of that. The, and then it's all, it all works together. I mean, like the level of confidence you have in your, in your execution strategy directly affects mm-hmm. the level of confidence and how you feel about your risk because I'm okay yep. to risk it because I've seen it work so well. And then the mental side becomes healthier because you have positive reinforcement whenever you do these behaviors it it all does kind of tie together. I mean, it is a, a mosaic, you know, it's not just a, these myopic things, um, these singular yeah. things. Oh, we'll fix this one thing. But um, there are things that you can address in an individual sense that give tertiary benefit to the other parts of your trading, which is kind of cool. And, and dude, I don't know, like it could be that some of that fear of losing, 
competitive is driving some of that. But at the end of the day, I think the steps to take to begin to combat either one of those, whether it's fear of losing or the competitive side or the um, just the like self-belief and trust of like your capacity and ability because you do deserve to win trades. And I don't, I don't mean every trade. I mean, you're smart enough to be a winning trader, right? You have the chops, right? Yes. Um, whether it's that or what you mentioned, this, I think the steps... The steps still, I think, are the same. Yeah, some of those steps definitely are yeah. super similar. Um, and just like from experience, I think it's that I've done that and it's incredibly insightful and has been helpful, dude. So, What do you think about... Because uh, I'm planning on filling out this evaluation form this weekend. What do you think about uh, us recording maybe the conversation uh, of the review of that? I'm down, dude. I'm down with it. I, I mean, I don't care. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. We're, we can definitely do that. All right. Let's set that up then because I think that's going to be one of the better ways to kind of showcase what you guys are doing is maybe give a little taste of it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we'll sink or swim, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's like the cool thing about this too, right? Like for me, there's a little exhilaration because I have done this kind of work with a handful of people, people I've traded with in the past, trading with banks. We've worked like we have organically participated in this type of thing. But when you kind of formalize mm -hmm. it and you say like, I will now tell you the things I think you could do to benefit, you kind of put yourself on the hook a little bit. Like it feels like I'm getting, like I'm putting myself on the, like on the forefront, which I mean, we kind of are right. But like, it's kind of exciting, you know, like there's a, there's a little yeah. buzz to it. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's wrap it. I think we, uh, we, we need to wrap this up though. Um, so let's do that. Let's do that. We'll we'll reconvene. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll get this filled out over the weekend, and then we'll kind of touch base and see when we can get that scheduled to record that. Perfect. But yeah, that is going to do it today. Uh, special thank you, Baba. Thank you so much for the quick turnaround of this episode. Um, we had that hole in the schedule, and this all just kind of lined up perfectly. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time away from your family on a Friday evening to, to just hang out and talk about Not a problem. And there's so many other things probably want to Not be Not a problem, dude. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, and then anybody listening here, like uh, Bob had mentioned, they take advantage of that 14 day trial, go down to Bonta trading, check out what they're doing for yourself. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, or you got something useful out of listening, please tell your friends. And if you want more, go check out the guest directory. You can see all the other amazing people we've had the pleasure of speaking with. All those links be in the episode description. We'll be back soon with another exciting episode. But until then, don't you want to bounce it? Don't you? Don't you want to? Don't you want Sure. <laughs> Everyone does. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.
Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.